It is Thursday, January 21st. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented by the CSI Companies. And now, founding member of the John Cena Fan Club, <laughs> Ashlyn Sullivan. I was so scared what he was going to say the entire day for that intro. Is this how JP does this? Oh, yeah, he's just yeah, nervous yeah, yeah. all day he's, long what he, he's going he, to say? Joe always has something to kind of get uh, <laughs> JP's goat a little bit. But I, I was kind of kind of wondering there, Joe, did you forget the, how to push the buttons? Oh, we, don't we, call we, him we out. Had a, we had a, we had a uh, rehearsal before he actually did the real nothing one. Nothing wrong with some practice, right? Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yes. Yeah, just saying. You know, he's always <laughs> trying to get uh, – I don't want to say embarrassed, but he's trying to have a little bit of fun with JP, and so we got to have a little fun back. Yep, it's only fair. It's only fair. You're going to regret this, okay? <laughs> the man has the power to turn my mic off. Yes, he does. <laughs> don't test him. Welcome in. Yeah. Jaguars Happy Hour, this fine program. And, yes, this is not JP Shadrick, Ashlyn Sullivan, and for JP, a well-deserved week of vacation for him. If you have not heard, the Jaguars have announced Trent Bulky as the new general manager of the Jaguars today, so we have – all of that and more coming up on this fine program, as well as John Osier starting off the show with us. And John, I will go to you first. You were listening intensely to that press conference. So what was your reaction? Trent Balky, Urban Meyer, check it off the list. General manager, head coach Dunn. Well, first of all, hello, Jeff. Hello, Ashlyn. Jeff, haven't been in studio with you in a long time. Good to see you again. Yeah. Um, kind of see you, right? <laughs> Well, kind of, right. Yeah, virtually. Hello, virtually. Yeah. Um, anybody who watched the presser, it was an unsurprising main theme. And the word of the day was alignment. And over and over again, even when they were asked other things, they all came back to this is alignment. When Urban Meyer was asked about uh, the importance of Trent having NFL experience, he gave a very quick sentence. And then he said, but none of this works if we're not aligned. So... It's clear that Shad Khan's, Shad Khan's message that this is a partnership between GM and head coach, and they're working together, transparency, all those buzzwords. You know, it, I, I think it's foolish to think that Urban Meyer is not going to have major say in personnel. That's always how this works. But it is a partnership and a relationship that is going to be symbiotic. Whatever buzzword you use, that's what I took from it most of all, Jeff. I think also that uh, even though Urban Meyer is expected to have a pretty big voice in the personnel, you also have to know what you don't know. And and I think that that will happen in this case because Trent Baalke obviously has a vast amount of experience in personnel, whereas Urban Meyer has typically done it from a recruiting standpoint. And so if you're Urban Meyer, you've got to have people, number one, that you can trust, and number two, that you believe in. And so I think it's I think it's great. I mean, you got to be aligned. And I mean, I, I hate to say this, but I don't think that there was alignment here in the past. Uh, I really don't. And and uh, for whatever reason, sometimes a general manager might think that things should go a certain way, and and coaches are expecting things to go another way. And if if you're not on the same page, you've got no chance of success. And uh, so I like to hear that word alignment. And then everybody trying to work towards a common goal because if if you have a general manager and a coach that aren't on the same page, you got no chance. And and Trent Baalke alluded to that, uh, and, and and I don't think he was very specifically talking about it, John and and Ashland from a from a from an alignment standpoint, a lack of an alignment standpoint. But he said out of the 32 teams in the National Football League, 26 or 28 of them don't have a chance because they're 
they're not aligned. And uh, and I, you know, I don't think he used that exact word, <laughs> but he said 26, 28 teams don't have a chance from the very get-go. Mm -hmm. And I believe that he was referring to the lack of alignment, et cetera. So mm -hmm. I don't know. Yes, he did say uh, shoot themselves in the foot before the season even gets started. I think we all can read between the lines on what exactly mm -hmm. that means. So you mentioned that chain of command. What does it look like? Trent Falky was asked about that. Both of them reporting to directly to Shad Kamba. Let's hear what this partnership is going to look like. I'm a resource for coach. That's what the way I look at it. I provide a service where he can come in, he can bounce things off of me. Uh, there, because there's going to be a lot of questions. There's going to be a lot of things that are going to be first time for him. But uh, in the short time I've been with him, the one thing I realized, he's a quick study. It's not going to take him long to figure the rules out and everything that goes with it. And he's certainly, uh, as a coach, uh, you know, he, he knows his way around the, the practice field very well. Urban Meyer did mention that he has spent tirelessly amounts of time with Trent Paulke these past few days. They have seen a lot of each other. And, John, I'll go to you. It's kind of – it's different. This year has been different. But that was the first time I've seen Trent Paulke, heard from Trent Paulke. He's been here almost a year, and that's the first time we've seen him because of COVID. So it was kind of our – introductory press conference even though he's been here a while well it's certainly an unusual situation you know people covering the league this year have been covering people that they've never met face to face which has never happened jeff can speak to that he was a player in the league for a long time uh you know the takeaway the big one is that trent balky and urban meyer are aligned but i think it's also important to realize Trent Baalke's reputation is as a guy who stands firm in his own decisions. He is a guy who, with 20 years of experience in this league, he's been a general manager for six years. Remember, they covered in the show. He was general manager of a team that went to the, AFC, to the NFC Championship game three times. He picked players. He has insight that Urban Meyer needs. This is not a one-way street, although Trent said, hey, I'm here to be a resource. He's more than just a resource. His voice matters very much in this triangle that they talk about. Shad Khan, Trent Baalke, and Urban Meyer. Trent Baalke is a third of that for a reason. He's experienced and, I believe, ready for the job. Six years' experience as a GM. You're ready for your next opportunity in that situation. Yeah, I, I think it's too, it's also incredibly important with, uh, with the hiring of Urban Meyer, who doesn't have NFL experience mm -hmm. to have other experience around him and I think the general manager position is is critical for that and somebody that's been there and done that and obviously the landscape has changed a little bit since he was a general manager but I know that he's followed it very well and and he's I'm sure able to adapt and adjust but to, but to have a a first-time head coach in the National Football League with an, with a general manager that has experience and high-level experience who has taken teams to a Super Bowl championship etc I think it's critical, and I think it's it's a smart move by all. And I don't know exactly, ultimately, who was responsible. And you would think that it was Shad Khan's decision, uh, but obviously with a lot of influence from from Urban Meyer, and, and that's the way it should be. And I, I think that the experience or surrounding a first-time NFL coach with experience is probably not going to stop there. It's probably going to be a little bit more with his own staff, and mm -hmm. and it will be also interesting to see who Trent Baalke surrounds himself with because uh, change is going to come. Uh, change is coming within the personnel department because, and some of it already has happened. He's already brought one guy on that he trusts immensely. And, mm -hmm. 
and I'm sure that there will be some adjustments at the staff uh, as, as, the, as the offseason rolls along. Oh, yes. Change is near, and one of the biggest things that we'll pay attention to this offseason is obviously the NFL draft. 11 draft picks, you have five in the first three rounds. So, Trent Bulky, what is the outlook of the NFL draft this year? We're always going to look at the value of a player, uh, and value matters. Uh, it matters in, in, where, in their value as to where you draft them, how much you pay them, how much you pay them in free agency. Uh, need, uh, we're, we're a value-based team, a need, not a needs-based. You always have needs, you know, regardless of when you set the 53. So the best player available is usually the direction you want to go, but yet you have to keep in mind the needs of the organization as well and the team. All right, Jeff, I know you love the best player available. That's something good to hear. Well, I, I think I've always been a best available player type guy, I think, because when you when you start going after needs, you have a tendency to start to reach and mm -hmm. you start to adjust your board based on, on well, we need a, a right cornerback or we need a left safety. And I'm making terms up because I don't want to pinpoint anybody. And we need a new ozone rider. I mean, you, know, you know what I mean? I mean, you can't. Whoa. You, you're just kidding, Johnny. Just kidding, Johnny. Just kidding. But my point is, is that I, I, I think if you go back and you look at the history of the draft and you wonder how this franchise could be different if they had taken some of the best available players mm -hmm. and not by reaching for need, I think that the, 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 the history of this franchise would be vastly different. And, uh, and, John, but there are certain positions that are premium positions that a lot of people say, well, you, you're reaching for that position. I'm not a big believer in that saying that that's a reach for certain positions because the position certainly has some positions have a premium attached to it, which makes them more valuable from the very get-go. Well, I've always said, Jeff, there's not a lot of GMs walking around the NFL during training camp and looking at their roster and saying, man, we have too many good players. <laughs> you know, and the point being there is, if you sit there in the draft and say, what well, we need here, we need here, we need here. If, if you, quote, mess up and draft an elite guy at linebacker behind another elite guy at linebacker, you know what you've got, Jeff? Two elite players. So I'm all best available. I think it always works. There are times you have to do certain things in the draft where if guys are close, then, yeah, you go with a certain position. But, uh, you know, newsflash, right now this team doesn't have too many elite players. It's going to be easy for them to go best available, best available very early. And I'm looking forward to seeing how they do it because I think a big theme right now is Urban may never have been in the NFL, but he knows exactly what he wants, competitiveness, speed. I think it's going to be really easy for Balky and the scouting staff to Trent him to scout for him because he's going to be very clear in what he wants and what it's going to take for him to win. Yeah, just let me add one thing is that uh, because John was talking about, okay, if you have equal values, then you take need. I, I believe that in, you don't do that until you get to a certain round. Mm -hmm. I, I think that you take best available player regardless in rounds one, two, and three. That's typically where you get uh, your premium position. I think when you start to get to rounds five, six, seven, okay, look, if there is a, a position that you need and you've got equal values, then you, then you take the position of need. But I think you, you get on a slippery slope when you start saying, well, you know, we, we really need this position. These guys, you know, this guy only has maybe two-tenths of a point higher grade than this other guy, so let's take him because he's, he plays right tackle. We need a right tackle. 
I think that's where you get caught up and you make mistakes mm-hmm. because even though two tenths is is not much, you don't think, but you know what? Two tenths might be the difference between being a a ten year player and a guy who lasts you know for a biscuit and a cup of coffee. <laughs> you know, so uh, it can make a big difference in my opinion. Don't want a biscuit and a cup of coffee. That's for sure. 11 draft picks coming up. Want to get all of these right coming up in this offseason. There is still a coaching search going on, building this coaching staff. We've seen reports. We haven't gotten any final answers, so we'll talk about that coming up right here on Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Headquartered right here in Jacksonville, the CSI Companies is one of the fastest-growing staffing firms in the nation. As a proud partner of your Jacksonville Jaguars, CSI knows how important it is to find the right people for your team. See why some of Jacksonville's top companies choose CSI for their staffing needs. Visit thecsicompanies.com or call 800-582-0828 today. That's 800-582-0828 for the CSI Companies. Jaguars fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours, free, when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Order yours today. Visit TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars fans, game day is back. And this year, we've teamed up with Jameson to add another win to your week with official Jaguars and Jameson branded collectible stadium cups. They're only available for a limited time in the Jacksonville metro area. So grab yours today, pour a smooth Jameson, ginger and lime, and cheer on the Jags with Jameson. Taste responsibly. Jameson Irish Whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume. 80 proof. Product of Ireland. Copyright 2020. Imported by John Jameson Import Company. New York, New York. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity hi folks frank franzi here for the best barbecue in town that is bono's head to bono's today 15 locations on the first coast and six more at tiaa bank field you see bono's is the official barbecue of the jacksonville jaguars you want great barbecue you want bono's plenty of parking clean family restaurants and oh by the way the best barbecue you have ever had so if you want great barbecue head to bono's today the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. And Baptist Health, changing healthcare for good. We need to be a coach-centric team and an organization where uh, the head coach really has to lead the kind of players he wants, the kind of team we need to be. And um, the general manager, myself, we have to support that vision. And somehow, some way, that had been lost. And the idea here is really more about transparency, collaboration, teamwork, and accountability. I mean, I've talked to Urban about um, you know, our general manager, who it ought to be, and I, you know, and we're working together on it. I hope, uh, you know, we'll have an announcement or something uh, in the next week or so. Uh, but the object is going to be that, uh, you know, and and I shared this with Urban, he's on board, both of them, you know, will be reporting to me, but everybody in the organization, I mean, we're going to be, you know, carrying out, uh, obviously, Urban's vision of the team and the kind of players we want. Who it ought to be is general manager Trent Bulky announced today as the Jaguars' new general manager, and that was owner Shad Khan on the hiring of Urban Meyer. Both of them reporting directly to him. Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour. Ashlyn Sullivan in for JP, a much-needed vacation here with Jeff Logman and John Osier. So, general manager, head coach, checked off the list. Now you got to fill a coaching staff, and there are all kinds of interviews, all kinds of reports going on. So let's look at offense first. For some reason, these names are much less reported than defense, but you have Scott Linehan, Anthony Lynn, hence the question mark, next to offensive coordinator. How do you figure this out? There's also reports that George Warhop will stay on as offensive line coach, but Jeff, I'll go to you first. Say in a perfect world, you get Anthony Lynn and Scott Linehan in. Who's the OC? How does that work? Huh. Uh, well, I, I think it's a great question, but uh... – uh, a lot of times I think a coach will give you a little bit of coach speak with an answer like that and say that, hey, look, it's a collaboration. Mm -hmm. It's going to be me, the head coach, uh, Scott Linehan, and Anthony Lynn. So uh, I think the, there has to be one person that has the final say and there has to be somebody that is calling the plays. But I think also it's very important that you get as much talent as you possibly can. And, and I, I understand that there's a great relationship with Scott Linehan there. Scott Linehan has kind of been down the road as far as looking for that next step. And I think if you're Urban Meyer, the one thing that you'd like to be able to do, because you're probably going to be drafting a young quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, you want to make sure that you can have consistency there mm -hmm. on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, so my expectation is it would be somebody that would be less apt to leave to take that next opportunity as a head coach. And I think Anthony Lynn has had a taste of that. So, But, I mean, I don't know. I, I could be wrong, but uh, it'll be interesting to watch. But you got to have somebody that you can expect to have for more than just a short amount of time. you got to have some consistency at that position with a young quarterback. Right. Want to build that. And, John, we've been talking about this the past couple of days. For some reason, there's this – I guess you can call it a, a rumor that Urban Meyer only wants college coaches around him or experience with college, and we take a look at these lists, and that's not the case. So we're not really sure where that's coming from, but it's clear that he wants NFL experience around him. The guy knows what he, he's doing here. Well, I, I mean, it kind of goes without saying, you don't win three college national championships if you're not a smart guy. 
he's smart enough to know that he needs experience around him in the NFL as he makes this transition. Scott Lanahan makes a lot of sense, as Jeff alluded to. When Urban was at Bowling Green, I think I'm getting the dates right, in 2001, when he was making the transition, it, it, actually, scratch that, it was before that. As an assistant, when he was figuring out the spread, he visited with Scott Linehan when Linehan was at Louisville. So there is a strong connection there. Linehan also has a world of NFL experience. He's been a head coach. He's obviously not going to be a head coach here. So he has that experience. He knows what a coordinator does. He's got NFL experience. To me, that one makes a lot of sense. Anthony Lynn makes sense for the same reason. But those are the reasons that you're seeing those names, the experience level of Lynn. But the Linehan-Meyer connection is a very solid, very real thing. But to your question, Ashlyn, he absolutely knows he needs NFL experience. I expect more coaches on this staff to have NFL experience than not. That's just a guess, but that's what it feels like. Yeah, I think a lot of people would, would ask, too, or might suggest, okay, well, well, Anthony Lynn can help Urban Meyer be a head coach in the NFL because Anthony Lynn's been a head coach before. Urban Meyer doesn't need any help being head coach. <laughs> <Nah>. Okay, <laughs> Urban Meyer, he's okay. He's qualified in that category. I don't care if it's college or if it's the pro game. Uh, the head coach, that, that doesn't change much. Now, obviously, the game is a little bit different. And there's some, some nuances, but if you know how to head coach, you know how to head coach at any level. You can coach peewee, you can coach <laughs> NFL, you can coach college, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I think he's good there, to say the least. Yeah, and, and Johnny, he could even Interesting coach, point here, Ashlyn. He, well, he could even coach that team that you have over your right shoulder. Is that a football team, by the way, the Jacksonville Sharks? Isn't that an arena team? It was a WFL team uh, uh, back when we were kids, Jeff. I was going to say when I was a kid, but don't kid yourself, you're as old as I am. So <laughs> it... It was back in the WFL, the Jacksonville Sharks and Jacksonville Express, back-to-back, 74 and 75. A point on what you were making, Jeff, Urban Meyer's been a head coach for 17 years. If you add up the head coaching experience of all the coaches who have ever been Jaguars head coaches, that's more than any of them had put together. Now, Doug Marone had been a head coach in the NFL, but I agree with you, Jeff. If you can coach, lead, set a tone, Mm -hmm. you can do it at any level. The nuances of the game, learning the schemes, learning how this league works, that'll be a study for Urban Meyer. But 17 years of experience, he can lead men. He can lead an organization. And a lot lot of people say, well, there's been other college coaches that have moved on to the NFL and they didn't Mm -hmm. have success. Well, look, uh, you got to have good players too. Yep. Okay. Coaching matters. You got to have good coaches. Then you also have to have good players. When you put the two of them together, you got a great chance. And that's where Trent Baalke is so very important to the success of this this football organization and Urban Meyer. You got to have you got to have everybody working together and be able to have the right tools to be able to win. If you don't have the right tools, you're not going to win. You can have the greatest coach in the world, and if you don't have the players in the NFL, you're you're going to be okay, but you're not going to be the the contender you just right. it's just the reality you gotta have gotta have players yes gotta have tools in the toolbox i don't know who said that but i've heard it before all right let's look at defense joe cullen is reported to be the defensive coordinator for the jaguars we're hearing his name thrown out all over there along with these names that you're seeing right now so john tell me why joe cullen is the clear favorite for this and why he would fit the job as defensive coordinator reportedly of course Oh, I know Jeff has a lot of thoughts, too. And Jeff knew uh, 
Joe for three years. Probably knew him a little bit better than I did. I knew Joe for two years when I first got back to Jacksonville. Why would he be a coordinator? Because he knows football. He's an incredible motivator. He's incredibly well-respected within the NFL. There is a great relationship between he and Urban Meyer that goes back a long way. Uh, you know, I'm biased, and I think everybody is who knows Joe. Ashlyn, you haven't met him, but Jeff can attest to this. A fantastic first-rate human being. When you get a guy like this in your building, you're better for it no matter what role it is. As defensive coordinator, he's never been that before, but he has been one of the best line coaches. He's been in Baltimore. He is ready for this job. If he gets it, I have no doubt that he's a major impact. And you got to make sure that we – I got to correct you, John. He doesn't coach defensive line. He coaches rushmen. Okay. He, I'm sorry. He, he's changed Absolutely. the term. I mean, Joe Cullen changed the term. He likes to call them rushmen. And, uh, and, and John is dead on the money. Joe Cullen is a, is a, a number one top-notch guy. He's never been a defensive coordinator before. But you also, if you looked at that list of names, there are some names on there that have been defensive coordinators before. Anthony Weaver, Charlie Strong, obviously has an immense amount of experience. And so, uh, once again, it's, titles sometimes don't mean everything. I mean, ob obviously, somebody ultimately has to have the say. But when you get a bunch of bright minds together, mm -hmm. then you have a great chance. And, and Joe Cullen is a, uh, is, a, is a super sharp guy, quality guy, love him, and, uh, in fact, uh, when I heard that there was a, a rumor or there was a whisper in the news media that he may be interviewing, I was texting him right away. I said, Joe, come on back to Jacksonville. Yep. Good dude. Gave him outfit tips, all of mm -hmm. that. What am I hearing? John, I guess you can attest to this, too. I've heard uh, practice might get a little loud if he joins in. Yeah, he's pretty loud. Yeah, Joe's pretty loud, yeah. Johnny. <laughs> and we'll probably get the dirt pit back. Remember the dirt pit, Jeff, where you, know, you probably knew more about it than I did, but He's got certain drills, and he's got a drill where uh, the offensive linemen have to get down. They have to be at a certain level. Jeff can attest to it more than me. But, yeah, I read something about Joe a couple of days ago, and I didn't think of it, and I wish I had. When you watch Joe Cullen coach, he's one of the few coaches where other position groups stop and watch him coach because he's so good at it and so dynamic. Uh, again, Jeff, I think you and I are on the same page. Fingers crossed. That he's the guy. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it'll be a good hire. And and Ashlyn, I'm telling you, there's been a, a few guys in the National Football League, and, and being a former defensive lineman, I always watch the defensive line coaches mm -hmm. very, very closely. And because I, I want to hear what they're saying, I want to hear their style, I want to hear what they're teaching, because I think I'm pretty educated in that department. I'd say so. And uh, and Joe's one of those guys that I never second guessed. Uh, everything he said, I'm like, he's dead on the money. And Joe was always one of those guys too that would would ask a lot of questions. He never felt like he knew everything. He he would ask questions of me. He would ask questions of any defensive line that he came across. He would talk to Tony Baselli and say, Hey Tony, what do you think about this? What was so hard about blocking that? You know. So uh, he's a guy that I think was constantly learning. And, uh, and I know that a lot of people want to bring up something that might have happened in his past. But I can tell you, if we all had something brought up from our past, and I can be the first one to admit it, okay, that, uh, that everybody might have an embarrassing moment in their past. And I would have one. Johnny, you would probably have one. And I can tell you firsthand that that ponytail wasn't very cool, <laughs> even though you might have thought it was. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, look, uh, the past is the past, uh -huh. and Joe Cullen's a good man. 
Love to hear it. Yes, John. Thank you for your time, and uh, we'll leave you to the t debating the ponytail versus the haircut you have now. We'll stay tuned for your writing. On I like, I like the beard Johnny's got going on, Johnny. I like that. Hey, there was no debate, Jeff. That ponytail was boss. <laughs> it, was like, it was like this Thanks, long. Thanks, guys. Oh Good seeing you again, Jeff. I've, heard, I've seen pictures. I don't want to bring them back up. Like that long. I'm just scared that John Osher just said boss would that be a, on the radio. Would that be, yeah, he did say boss. Yeah, we is heard that, that right. Hip, is that, that's like no. old. I mean, no. that's no. like shows your age, right? <laughs> boss. It was more of a bun. It really wasn't <laughs> a, a man bun? Wasn't it like a bun, Joe? Even worse. Even Kinda worse. Like a, like a little... Yeah, it wasn't. It was like that long. Jaguars yeah. Happy Hour will spare you the images of John Osier's man bun ponytail His coming boss up. Boss ponytail. Boss ponytail. Yes, say it right. Tony Baselli might have some input on this coming up. Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Headquartered right here in Jacksonville, the CSI Companies is one of the fastest growing staffing firms in the nation. As a proud partner of your Jacksonville Jaguars, CSI knows how important it is to find the right people for your team. See why some of Jacksonville's top companies choose CSI for their staffing needs. Visit thecsicompanies.com or call 800-582-0828 today. That's 800-582-0828 for the CSI Companies. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity hi i'm tito beverage founder and master distiller at tito's handmade vodka in 1997 we became the first micro distillery in the state of texas and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years we're still cooking in a pot still working with our dogs by our sides having fun and tasting batches and i'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same cheers 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. At ViStar, we believe in better. And what's better than saving up to $5,000 in closing costs when you buy or refinance a home? With a ViStar no closing costs mortgage, you'll get a great rate, no hidden fees, and like the name says, no closing costs up to $5,000. If you believe saving money is better, join ViStar. Equal housing opportunity insured by NCUA. All loans subject to credit approval. Offer not available on VA and FHA mortgages. For more information, visit ViStarCU.org. Why do you choose Farah and Farah? First, we have the financial resources to take on any insurance company. And our track record proves that we know how to win. Our attorneys and staff are a team, and we've worked together for decades. To us, our job is much more than just a paycheck. We love to help. And this is important. We never forget. It's not about us. It's all about you. Farah and Farah, Jacksonville. You won't find a better deal to keep your ride clean than Scrubble's Flexible Service Car Wash. 
start in the tunnel wash and experience state-of-the-art equipment while enjoying a soapy light show. Our quality soaps and solutions keep your vehicle streak-free. Every three-minute car wash package comes with self-serve vacuuming, lint-free towels, window cleaner, and a free air freshener. Visit us at the St. John's Town Center, Fleming Island, and Atlantic Beach. And coming soon to Kernan in Atlantic. Trust the bow tie. You'll know quality once you arrive. Go Jags! Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by DreamFinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill, everyone's invited. And Adeco. Visit adecousa.com. Yeah, there's a one way that, you know, people who work for me, with me, uh, they'll hear a statement that, is this the best of the best? And if it's not, then the question is, well, why? And that's the same thing I'm doing on every every time I walk through everywhere. We did that at Ohio State. We did that at Florida. Is this the very best? And if it's not, then especially when you start talking about player welfare and safety and then just the players. And if it's not the very best, let's have a chat and do what's very best because, you know, the, the Jacksonville players are going to get pushed. They're going to get pushed. In return, we give them the very best. That includes the coaching staff. Number one, the coaching staff. You know, does a, a big hot tub much different than a small have that much of a difference? I didn't say that, but I just want to make sure it's the best of the best. And and Shad is very committed to that. Possible facility upgrades coming soon? Question mark. We'll talk about it. We're back. Jaguars happy hour, Ashlyn Sullivan. Jeff Logaman and speaking of upgrades, Tony Baselli <laughs> joins us now. I, I didn't mean to Jeff. It wasn't it wasn't a shot towards Jeff. I was just saying. No, 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 okay. no. You guys are starting drama. Mm. I don't want any part of that. Tony, how are you today? I, I well, well, first of all, I agree with you 100%. I think it is an upgrade having me over Jeff. I mean. <laughs> oh, man. Jeff's not going to uh, talk to me the rest of the show. Sorry. It's going to be drama. Uh, it's all right. <laughs> it is an upgrade. No, no, it's no. Upgrade. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. All right, Tony, we yeah, haven't uh, talked to you. How, what do we think? Yeah, it's a, uh, what do I think about what, what he said there, um, him being the head coach, you know, the GM, I mean, there's so many things happening right? here. Uh, yeah. It's a lot of information. I mean, not a lot of uh, activity. Um, the one thing is for sure. I mean, it is a splash hire um, and it, it is big news and it's a, and they, Shad Khan went after Urban Meyer. He got him. Um, he wanted to get a guy who's led, been a bona fide, qualified, top-end leader. Now it's in the college game, not the pro game, but still, he's won everywhere he's been. And Shad is basically saying, listen, I'm going to get a guy here who can lead this organization and bring it back, and I'm going to bring a guy who's done it before. It might not be in this exact arena, uh, meaning the pro game, but it's hard to argue. The, the guy's won everywhere. So um, it's exciting, and there's a lot of exciting things going on right now. Um, and it's going to be a really interesting offseason. Uh, we will not be short on news this offseason. That's one thing for sure. Yes, and that is good news for this Thursday show. And, Jeff, I've heard some people say, oh, he's coming right in here, and he has a plan of upgrading the facilities. And it was almost a 
negative connotation towards that. But I don't feel that way. He's coming from Ohio State, Florida, these big-time college football programs. Well, that's the arms race in college football. If he wants a facility, give the man a facility. Well, look, it's, it's the, in college football, the arms race is real, mm-hmm. and that's facilities. Uh, Alabama, the Clemsons, I mean, all these big-time programs, it, it, it is a war of facilities because it's a huge recruiting tool. And in the National Football League, you're not necessarily per se recruiting, but in some sense you are mm-hmm. in free agency. And so you want to have as many as many tools in your tool bag, so to speak, as far as positive to attract players. But um, Tony and I would agree that, look, uh, you can always improve the facilities and you always want to give the players the best of the best. Does that necessarily mean a new facility? Maybe. Does that mean a, a an upgrade to the current facilities that you have or an expansion to that? I mean, it could mean a lot of things. But I think Urban's whole point is give the players the best to expect the best in return. Right, and that's fair, Tony. You heard him say in the sock coming back, a, a hot tub. I don't think he's saying in that singular tone, but there's no secret. This building could use some upgrades, and that's okay. Yeah, and I, I think that's the right mentality. You want to be the best at everything. But I will say, for me, um, your facilities are secondary. Um, while important, and you want to have a, you know, you want to make sure the players are taken care of, and you're giving them the best to his points because you're to expect the best. Um, but at the end of the day, let's be realistic: facilities aren't. You can't overnight create new facilities. Now you can upgrade some internal facilities and do, you know, put some, you know, nice uh, finishes around and do some nice things. But as far as whole, you know, wholesale new facilities and new practice facilities and buildings and everything else, that takes years. Um, and so while I love it that we should always be progressing and shooting for the stars and investing and get, bringing the best and expecting the best, no doubt about it. I think the, the bigger um, message, and I think what I've heard him say as well, is like we're going to create the best atmosphere for, the, for this organization, best coaches. We're going to demand of the players. We're going to treat the players the right way. We're going to do all these things and create the right culture and atmosphere with the right standard, um, and we expect to win. Because if you look at winning, you know, what you're measured by is wins and losses. It's not, you know, how great your facilities are or not. Um, It's about what are you putting on the field? And to put the right product on the field, which produces wins, it's all about getting the right people in the building. And that starts with the right players and the right coaches and then the right personnel people that are aligned with the coaches to pick the players and design it and the right support staff that is going to support the coaches and players. It's all about getting the right people and the right system in place um, of how we do things. And I think that's what, you know, Urban has done in the past, you know, at places like Ohio State and Florida. And I expect him to do the same thing here. I think the facilities, while, yes, nice. Yes, I hope we get them. Yes, I hope we invest. And I think Shad will. He's never been shy to invest. There's no doubt about that. Um, to me, that's secondary. It's about getting the right people the right process, the right culture, and setting the right standard of how we do things uh, as the Jacksonville Jaguars. Right, Tony. And in his introductory interview with J.P. Shatterk, he said, I want to treat players great, not good. And that was good to hear, especially with all the drama that's been around with free agency. Jeff, you kind of want to set the tone right here, right now, that this is going to be a busy free agency period, and we're going to do it the right way. Yeah, and I don't think he means, okay, and, and Tony will attest to this, when, when a coach says that we want to treat our players great, it doesn't mean that you pamper them. Right. <laughs> I mean, no spa days? Yeah, I mean, this is, this is not uh, the, the health club where you get mani-pedis and <laughs> back rubs and neck rubs while you're studying the playbook. I mean, it's, 
it's football. But you want to have the players to have the best of the best. And, and I will say this, is that Shad Khan and this organization has never skimped on making sure that the players have the best of the best. The dining hall, the food, the best of the best. Mm-hmm. We get to experience that Turkey firsthand. Turkey burgers are good. Yep. They have massage therapy. They have all these other things that are available to players and readily available and have for a number of years. Nutritionists, everything. So uh, Tony's right in that, look, uh, tomorrow all of a sudden there's not going to be a brand-new facility out there to where you go, oh, welcome to the new facility. <laughs> You know, you got to win some football games, but treat your players the best, the best with what you have. And in the meantime, if you are looking at upgrading or doing something completely separate, that's all fine and dandy. But uh, treat the players great and uh, treat them with respect, but you don't pamper them as well. You treat them like professionals. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of organizations out there in the National Football League that are considered the best of the best as far as doing some of that. And they're the ones that are typically winning year in and year out. So you want to try to continue to – or to change the way you do things more in line with what some of the teams that historically have success year in and year out. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's talk about that a little bit more, Jeff, because I want to talk about this whole concept of treating players great. Um, because everything you said is true. You like, But every team can do that. Every team can have massage therapists. Every team can have good food. And every team can have, you know, all the you know nice things that um, help a player get ready. All great things. I don't think uh, – I think that's only part of it because when I think about – and, Jeff, I'd love your perspective on this. When I think about what do players want, and I think it's a couple things. One, players want to go somewhere where they know they can get better. Like, they, like, you, like they're going to become better players, and they have a chance to su- succeed because if they succeed, that's – you know, will translate hopefully to wins, but it also translates into monetary, you know, value of their services in the future. So one, players want to go somewhere where they feel like they're getting better. Two, a big thing, and I think this is critical, players want to feel valued. They want to feel their services are valued. What they do matters. And that's important. And the way you do that, you have to be able to build relationships with players. They have to know you. Have, they have to know that the organization cares about what they're doing, who they are, and, and the sacrifice and the work they're putting in, that it matters. The third thing I think they want is consistency. I never, I, I'm not a big believer that players um, are expecting to be treated and like, you know, there's always this hard coaches, player coaches, both of one. What's the one thing both those have in, in common is they're consistent. Players want to know what to expect. They don't like surprises. They want to know what to expect, what the, the rules are and, and that they're enforced and that it, they show up every day to work and there's a consistency with the head coach and the coaching staff. And it doesn't change when you win. Everyone's happy. When you lose, everyone's miserable. You know, I think back, Jeff, when you and I played here, Tom Coughlin was consistent every day. He was miserable every day. It didn't matter if you won or lost. It was the same thing. He was going to be hard on you. He was going to drive. But as a player, you knew what to expect. There was structure. And you didn't always like the, the way he did it. And I'm not saying that might work today in today's NFL. I think, but if you're consistent, you can build relationships with players and they know they're valued and their services are valued and you're helping them have success. That is creating a great atmosphere for players because that's what they ultimately want. The rest of it is easy. It's easy to go hire a massage therapist. It's easy to go get good food. It's easy to do all that. The hard work is can you build a culture where players want to be there, where they feel valued, they feel appreciated, they have relationships, and they feel like they have an opportunity to get better and win. That's ultimately what they want to do, and they want to get paid. I mean, if you can do that, 
then I think that's a great environment for for players. Yeah, I think the other thing too that uh, the Jacksonville has kind of a built-in advantage, I think, over a lot of other teams. Tony talks about money. I was waiting for that. Cost of living mm-hmm. and uh, and and what the the state tax situation is. I mean, obviously that provides a huge boost, but the ability to attract coaches to Jacksonville is is easy because coaches love it here. Oh yeah. And so Urban's a, is is able to attract a lot of coaches that, that that I'm sure that he wants because of the prospect of living in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the number of coaches that have come through here that have stayed here. I mean, it's it the, the list is long. Mm-hmm. And so and I think from that standpoint too for some players that that is very attractive to some players as well. And there's some players that would rather have an Atlanta or have a New York or have some of bigger markets and, and for whatever reason. But uh, if, you, if you can capitalize on all the things that Tony talked about and make sure that all those are in place because con- Tony is right, consistency and, and expectations, all knowing what a, what a player is expected to do and et cetera, like Tom Coughlin said about it, it is that doesn't change. You just don't have to be so daggum gruff about it, like Tom Coughlin was back in the day. <laughs> well, that's and, and that's the relationship. You side can put of a it. smile on your face and still be the same yeah. way. Well, I think to, in today's players, and even in our world today, you have to be able to build a relationship with people. People will go much further for you when they know you care about them. Um, and you, by the way, you can coach people much harder when they know you care and you know you they that they're appreciated. And I think that is critical. Um, and listen, Urban knows this. He coaches college. I mean, he had a bunch of five stars and four stars that he had to make sure that he had relationships with that he could coach hard and be demanding and do all the things him and his staff want to do. You only can do that today if you're building relationships, if you're consistent, the players trust you, you have to build trust. Um, and, and, I, and I can't emphasize enough, most players and any player worth their salt, good players who want to be great, they all want to get better. And guess what? If you prove to a player that you can help them achieve their goals, it's amazing how much harder you can coach them and set the expectations. And this is who we are and this is how we do things. Um, and I, I think those are really key things that I think at times have probably been you know, missing. Right, Tony. And Jeff, you mentioned that a lot of coaches come here and they want to stay here. And I remember the argument when the New York Jets gave up the number one pick and they're like, ah. Trevor Lawrence, he might be so upset he doesn't get to go to New York now. He might have to go to Jacksonville. And Urban Meyer has said, you know, they're looking at all quarterbacks. If it is Trevor Lawrence, it doesn't seem like it'd be like the worst thing in the world that he gets to come possibly live in Ponte Vedra with no state income tax. And I don't think he's going to be that upset. No, it's, uh, <laughs> that, uh, that's just I think that's other market just being jealous. And, yeah. uh, you know, and I, I think that's all that is. And, and, and look, it, it's – and a lot of people say, well, you go to a Jacksonville, it's a smaller market. All of a sudden, you're not going to have opportunities to be able to, on the, to be on the national stage. The NFL doesn't matter whether you're in Green Bay, Jacksonville, New York. Uh, you're going to have a ton of opportunities if you're a good football mm-hmm. player. And so opportunities follow good football players. And if Trevor Lawrence is a really good football player, he'll have all he wants right here in Jacksonville. And guess what it also follows, Jeff? Winning. Yes. Good football players and winning. You got to win, and and that's what this place is, has, has to be up first and foremost. We're going to you know create a process, get the right people on board, both from a player standpoint, from a coaching standpoint, for all the support staff and all the personnel um, that give you the best chance to win. Because that's at the end of the day, that's what you're judged on, and that and and 
and I'm not saying you can do it's okay to do things the wrong way. You have to stick to your culture and stick to you know the convictions of what you've set as the standard of, of, of your organization. But it's amazing. Winning cures a lot of ills. Um, and so winning, uh, winning is critical, and that's what the main goal should, needs to be. Yes, no secret. Urban Meyer was brought here to win football games. That is priority number one. We get ready for a busy offseason when we come back on Jaguars Happy Hour. A kind of a to-do list of what to focus on first in this busy offseason coming up on the Jaguars Digital Network. Headquartered right here in Jacksonville, the CSI Companies is one of the fastest growing staffing firms in the nation. As a proud partner of your Jacksonville Jaguars, CSI knows how important it is to find the right people for your team. See why some of Jacksonville's top companies choose CSI for their staffing needs. Visit thecsicompanies.com or call 800-582-0828 today. That's 800-582-0828 for the CSI Companies. Jaguars fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. Jaguars fans, whether it's on the field or in your finances, the key to success is a solid plan. From high-yield banking to home lending, into retirement and beyond, TIAA Bank offers solutions that can help you achieve your goals and make the most of your money. It's time for a plan. Start building your legacy today at TIAABank.com Jaguars. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, equal housing lender, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. The best thing about working at Fair and Farrah is all of the employees. We all work together. It's extremely enjoyable to come to work every day. There's a, um, a common cause or goal. No matter what your job is, we're all there for the client. We are dedicated to our clients 100%. We do everything it takes to maximize the value of their claims. Fair and Farrah is really the Farrah family. When they choose us, they choose a family to fight for them and to protect them and to make sure that they're in a good place and that they have somebody on their side. Farrah and Farrah, here for you, here for good. Jacksonville. Hey, it's the Good Greek Spiro, and I am proud to announce that Good Greek Moving and Storage is now the official mover of your Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars are making all of the right moves, and you should too. So when it's time for you to move, do it like the Jags and call the Good Greek. Simply dial Star Star Greek from your cell or go to goodgreek.com. That's goodgreek.com. Good Greek Moving and Storage, official movers of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Good Greek Moving and Storage, your superhero movers. Committed to the team, committed to the mission. At Navy Mutual, we're committed to providing high quality life insurance to members of the military and their families. So our policies have no fine print and no military service restrictions. We don't work on commission. We're nonprofit, so we pass the savings along to our members. Because at Navy Mutual, our highest commitment is to you. Visit NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, ensuring those who serve.
But when they see the Jaguar emblem, there's I, you, you better have ownership and you better love it. And if not, I, it's my job to eliminate those people from this organization. And that's I take that very serious. I've taken that when I was a Florida Gator coach. When you talked about the Gator head, we, if you go back in memory lane, I actually took it away from the player and staff. You don't always blame the players. I, I, I hear that. And I, you, know, you guys know that. I don't blame players. I blame coaches before players. But, you know, just when you see that Jaguar emblem, I want – we've done a good job in several years if the this, this city of Jacksonville – when they see that Jaguar emblem, there's a sense of pride and let's go, man. Let's let's go. That's that's I can see a fast team. I see people that care deeply about that organization. And the two things I always talk about are that inspire are part of inspiration or love and ownership. I want you to own it. And if you don't want to do that, you can't you really can't be here. And own that own that emblem. Urban Meyer definitely did not lack passion in his introductory press conference as the new head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're back, Jaguars happy hour. Ashlyn Sullivan, Jeff Lagerman, and Tony Baselli here with a to-do list of this busy offseason senior bowl NFL combine draft coming up. But Tony, I go to you first with this first point. What do you do with left tackle? You're most likely, I'll take that back. You are drafting a quarterback with the number one overall pick. So do you re-sign Cam Robinson? What are we doing here? Tony? Tony? Do we have Tony? Well, I mean, if you look at if you look at Cam uh, Cam Robinson, he is he had an up and down year. At times he looked very good. It looked like he made big improvements. His footwork looked better. At other times, there was some inconsistency and inconsistency at big game, at big times of, of, of games that you had a chance to maybe do something. Um, and so I think it, you have to look at what the value is. Um, it's it's obviously a premier position. The offensive line you have to build, especially with a young quarterback, and protect that guy. Um, you can't win football games without a quarterback, but you can't win football games without controlling the line of scrimmage either. So um, premier left – I mean, I, I, I'm not going to say premier um, – Good left tackles are getting $17 million a year um, with a lot of dollars guaranteed. Um, the, you're going to have some cap issues this year, not the Jaguars, but overall the NFL cap most likely going to stay flat or go down because of COVID. You have a lot of room if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars. And so I think what you do is you have to allocate. First thing you do is you say, how much, where, what value do we put on Cam Robinson? And before we start having conversations with them, let's put a value of like, what are we comfortable with paying for this position? based on the play that we got last year and what we are projecting we think he can be. Um, and then you have to go start looking in the, out, in the, out in the free agent market. Um, what, what does it look like and what is going to happen? What are teams going to have to do based on cap pressure uh, and what is happening? And get an understanding of what's out in the free agent market. And then finally, you look at the draft and you know you're going to pick in 25. You know you have a list of needs. You have to rank those needs based on how you're building your team and what, who you want to be and where you find the biggest areas of weakness. And you start evaluating, what can we get at 25? What can we get at the top of the second round? What will be available? Is it starting caliber? Is it someone we can trust to come in? Um, and then you weigh all of that, and then you make a decision of how aggressive you're going to be with Cam Robinson. So I don't think it's a, a decision you make in a vacuum. Um, uh, as yes, It's not a binary, yes or no. Um, you got to do a lot of research and start pulling together all the data, all the facts, and then you make a decision whether you keep them or not. Yeah, and part of that is is the unknown. What's the expectation of Cam Robinson and his camp financially? I mean, if they all of a sudden say, "Hey, look, we want twenty million a year," what are you going to well, yeah. say? You're not going to say, "Yeah, sure." You know, we need a lot of time. No, it's like, 
<laughs> you, yeah, you, yeah. You, you, you say goodbye. I mean, so, you know, a lot of this is, is kind of bit what, what you would tag under the TBD, to be determined, yeah. because you got to find out where they are, where you are, what your expectations are, and also what your thoughts are with the new general manager and the new coach on that. Because, I mean, the roster evaluation, you've got new eyes looking at you now. And those new eyes may have a different opinion, a vastly different opinion, than what the eyes were looking at that position before. So, Well, it's not all new eyes, Jeff. I mean, Trent balky has been looking at this roster for a year now. Um, now maybe, you know, he now has a greater say than he did before. Exactly. Um, so, you know, existing eyes with new roles and new level of uh, influence. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the, he does, Trent does with the personnel department, if there's changes there to get fresh eyes well, in the process. The, the reason I bring that up, Tony, is that when you when you have a new set of eyes looking at someone, the reason I say that, for example, Cam Robinson is not Trent Baalke's draft pick, okay? That's right. That's a great point, Jeff. That That's changes exactly right. things because now you're yep. looking at it without your own personal glasses because you have a benefit of – retaining or paying a player that you drafted. Right. The people that are making the call now, they have no tie. They have no tie to any past Jaguars draft picks. Now it's all about evaluation based on production and expected level of production. So that stuff yep. will change, uh, I think, as we move forward. I would agree. Yep. Great, great point. All right, Tony Baselli, thanks so much for joining us. Enjoy your off-season wherever you may be. Hopefully a vacation, a break coming soon for you. That is Jaguars Happy Hour. Stay tuned for the next hour coming up right here, 5 o'clock. Appreciate you joining us right here on Jaguars.com Live. Focus is always on the draft and building your team through the draft. I think you use the other avenues to supplement your roster, uh, whether that's in big-name free agents, uh, mid-tier free agents, or low-end free agents. I think you're always searching to build your roster, whether it's from the top down or the bottom up or somewhere in the middle. Uh, your, your goal is to get the best 53 players you possibly can and go to work. I'm a resource for coach. That's what the way I look at it. I provide a service where he can come in, he can bounce things off of me. Uh, Because there's going to be a lot of questions. There's going to be a lot of things that are going to be first time for him. But uh, in the short time I've been with him, the one thing I realized, he's a quick study. It's not going to take him long to figure the rules out and everything that goes with it. And he's certainly, uh, as a coach, uh, you know, he, he knows his way around the, the practice field very well.
is Jaguars Happy Hour. Former Jaguar Jeff Lagerman and J.P. Shadrick provide the latest Jaguars news and what's happening around the NFL. Jaguars Happy Hour begins right now. Welcome in, Jaguars Happy Hour. Ashlyn Sullivan in for J.P. Shadrick, a much-needed vacation for him. Wishing him lots of fun and relaxation. Here with Jeff Lagerman on Jaguars Happy Hour. If you have not heard big news of the day, the Jaguars have announced Trent Bulky is the new general manager of the Jaguars. We're going to break that down along with Bucky Brooks coming up right here on Jaguars Happy Hour. So, Jeff, initial thoughts, initial reaction from Trent Bulky being the new general manager. I've been told that he's definitely a leader, definitely strong-headed, likes things his way. So I'm curious to see how this goes now with Urban Meyer. This is his show to run with the help of Trent Bulky. Well, I think first and foremost, you say strong-headed. Who, if somebody's good uh, and believes in what they do, they should be strong-headed. And mm-hmm. and I like the fact that they got somebody that has experience at being a general manager in the National Football League because I think having experience is going to help a coach for the first time that he's been in the National Football mm-hmm. League like a, like an Urban Meyer. So, And, and I don't think there's any uh, – freak occurrence that Trent Baalke was brought in to this organization back in the wintertime for just because, oh, we liked him and he's a great addition. The reality is that I think that, that ownership probably had a little bit of say. I mean, if, if Shot Khan had control over the roster last year and then obviously had some input in some of the decision-making this year, why would he not have had some input into – the hiring of Trent Baalke to a position within the Jaguar staff. And so obviously there's a a level of respect and a level of approval from the very get-go when he was brought in here, even though it wasn't for a general manager role. Mm -hmm. But with how things occurred, I think it it worked out very well. And I think Urban will appreciate the experience that Trent Baalke has. Yes, former director of player personnel. No coincidence that he is now here, now general manager of the Jaguars, and is brought into a perfect situation. You could say number one overall pick, 11 draft picks. You have five draft picks in the first three rounds. I don't want to say it's tough to mess that up because I know you can, but pretty ideal situation here for Trent Bolton. Well, it, it's, it's ideal if you look at it from the standpoint of, boy, there's a lot of draft picks. But – an ideal situation is, is to be taken over uh, uh, the general manager position for an organization that has been a perennial winner. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's optimum. Yeah. I mean, th- this is challenging. And some people might be scared of it, but some of the personnel guys think that this is a great opportunity because they believe very strongly in their own ability to acquire talent and to build an, an organization. Mm-hmm. And so there are a lot of positives, but the reality is there's a lot of building to do. A lot of building to do from from every aspect because this organization has not been very successful over the years. And it's a great challenge. And it's one that I think that Urban Meyer looked at and saw as a great opportunity that uh, for for to win, number one. But number two, that, look, if you go to the NFL and you win and you have an opportunity to win and you've got the tools and the resources to do it, go for it. Mm-hmm. It would add to your legacy. I mean, or Jimmy Johnson – Look at what Jimmy Johnson was. Won national championships, just like Urban. Goes to the Cowboys, gets Troy Aikman. Already has Michael Irvin there. And then has the Herschel Walker trade, which gives them a boon of picks. Well, the Jaguars already have a boon of picks. Yes, they do. And they're able to build a uh, Super Bowl 
multiple multi-time winner in Dallas, and Jimmy Johnson was the, a big part of that. So I think Urban looked at that and said, here's my chance to put my stamp in the NFL. And I think it's a great opportunity. It's a great opportunity for everybody. Oh, yeah. I don't blame him at all. He came in here saying I was only going to come into a situation that was perfect and one where I saw that I could win. It's no secret. The opportunity's there. You just got to go take it now. Well, there's, there's other opportunities around the National Football League that have been filled. But some of those opportunities, there are opportunities just from the standpoint of, look, there's only 32 positions of being a head coach. Mm -hmm. But you look at some of them, and not to name names, but some of them are teams that have a commitment to the quarterback that you can't get out of, and the quarterback play hasn't been great. The cap situations are horrendous. Some teams don't have any draft capital and then have a situation where some people on staff are untouchable or seem to be untouchable. Um, and then a quarterback that's very unhappy. I mean, so there's all these <laughs> other things. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, take your pick. <laughs> uh, and, and ownership issues that, uh, that aren't particularly strong. And, and, and so this situation, strong ownership, willing to spend, commitment to whatever resources are available, lots of draft picks, lots of cap room, and an opportunity to take a piece of clay and mold it in your eyes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what probably – and would have, if, if I'm Urban Meyer, that would have made this job extremely attractive. And I'm sure that's one of the big reasons he took it because, I mean, he knows that uh, this is a quarterback game. And he said that before in this yep. press conference. And he didn't say just it's a quarterback league. He said it's a quarterback game. And here you are. You're, you're sitting there with the first overall pick and an opportunity to pick a quarterback that you can pick mm-hmm. and have a chance to win in the future. So I, it was just too much to pass up for him. Could not agree more, and now he has the task of building a coaching staff. And I was talking to someone, and they said, yes, it's great that you come into this opportunity, and it's a great opportunity, very well publicized, but it's also incredibly hard to be a head coach right now because you have every coach you've ever been around calling you saying, hey, give me an opportunity. You don't really know what you're doing as well as NFL experience, so all these people are calling you. Who do you put where? There's all these interviews going on. It stresses me out just thinking about it. I'm not going to lie because I can only imagine the phone calls he's getting right now, what's true, what's not. Who well, do you I, I can tell you this, Ashlyn. It's a hell of a lot better to have people calling you wanting a job than people that are going, I don't want to have anything to do with you in the job. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, I can tell you there are markets and situations that are like that. So having people call you, that's great. Now you can cherry pick. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you've got six guys calling you for one position, and Urban talked about picking, being the best of the best yep. and making having an elite staff. Well, okay, if you've got six to choose from, seven, eight to choose from, it's a hell of a lot better than some other market that has nobody calling you because they don't want to work for you because they know that the situation you're in, you don't have a chance. Mm-hmm. And so when more people are calling you, that's a good thing. And so then you can say, okay, we're going to take him because he is the best out of this group. He is the best I can get. And so that's a positive, even though it might think you drive you crazy because all these people are calling you. Look, Urban Meyer has a vast history with coaches and, and, a, and a very strong network, I'm sure, of people that he can make phone calls to like he's done with Jimmy Johnson in the past to be able to get information on some people that he may not know about but might be an ace on his staff. Yeah. And I'm sure he's utilizing, utilizing all of those tools. That guy, safe to say, knows a lot of people around the league, around college football. He's got the resources to make it happen. All right, when we come back on Jaguars Happy Hour, NFL Draft Network analyst Bucky Brooks joins us right here on Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Radio Network.
Jaguars fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. At ViStar, we believe in better. And that means treating people better with friendly, personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952. A smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch, an online or phone chat for those quick questions, and a call center that's open every day. If you believe that great service is better, join ViStar. Visit ViStarCU.org. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Floridians know what it means to stand together. That's why Florida Blue is committed to the people of Florida by providing health care with lower costs and higher quality. Enroll within 60 days of life-changing events, such as losing your job, to get benefits like plans as low as $0 a month and up to $500 per year towards your premiums and wellness rewards. Call 1-800-750-0164 or visit floridablue.com care today. Florida Blue is a trade name of Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Florida Incorporated. These health benefit plans have limitations and exclusions. Why live with foot or ankle pain? If you have persistent pain, numbness, tingling, burning pain on the bottom of your foot, or swelling that doesn't improve with home treatment, it may be time to see Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute. Our foot and ankle specialists have innovative new options to help you get back in the swing of things without persistent pain that slows you down. Call JOI 2000 or go to joionline.net for an appointment. Welcome back to Jaguars Happy Hour. Here's your host, J.P. Shadrick. Not J.P. Shadrick, Ashlyn Sullivan. Just for this week as J.P. is on vacation, we're back Jaguars Happy Hour with Jeff Logman and NFL Draft Network analyst Bucky Brooks joins us now all the way from California. Bucky, thank you for joining us. The big news of the day is Trent Baalke is the new general manager for the Jaguars. What were your thoughts? Um, My thoughts are very similar to what Jeff had uttered. We talked about experience being a huge part of this process. When you have a new head coach who's unfamiliar with the National Football League, you want to pair him with someone who knows the ins and outs of the league. Because Baalke has done this before with Jim Harbaugh, you would like to think that they will be able to get a jump start on the process. And when you think about this partnership, it's really important that you do have the ability to go back and forth and that you do have differing opinions and you challenge one another to get the decision right, meaning the best decision for the Jaguars. I think this is an interesting matchup. I think this was something that was certainly in the cards when Balky came on board, and now we get a chance to see it play out in real time. By the way, uh, Bucky, good to have you because you're an upgrade to this show. <laughs> did, you, did you hear her say that Baselli was it an upgrade in the last hour we did? It to be like that. <laughs> I mean, I was expecting you to do the same. I mean, to no, call Bucky, Bucky an upgrade. upgrade. I mean, come is. on, man. Give, you got to give Bucky some upgrade calls there. I'm never going to live this down, ever. <laughs> oh. Bucky, I had to do that because Joe is telling me, I can't believe you didn't call her out at the end of the last show. So well, there yeah, I was, calling her out. Okay, I had to yeah, do it. Call her it's out. That's fair. right. Hold everybody accountable. Yes, it's fair. It's fair. I'll take the blame. All right, Bucky, we are getting ready for the Senior Bowl next week in Mobile, Alabama. We will be there, Jaguars.com, and I know you'll be covering it from your home. Needless to say, the Senior Bowl is going to look a little different this year. 
Yeah, it is going to look a little different. Like there were all kinds of protocols put in place to protect the players, uh, limiting the amount of representatives from each team that can come and check out the event in, in, in live action. But I think this is a great opportunity to still see these prospects. And when you think about the opt-outs and uh, the limited games and the differing amount of games that some of these players have played, the Senior Bowl will really help a lot of guys kind of determine where players fit on the board. And never forget, without the combine, we won't get a chance to see a lot of the top prospects on the field together. And so when you're doing these comparisons between maybe wide receiver three and wide receiver four, to be able to potentially see them go through drills, work out back-to-back and do that, it will help you separate some of the clusters that ultimately exist on the draft boards when it comes closer to draft time. Yeah, I, I think you got a great point there, Bucky, as far as, I mean, you have some opt-outs that didn't even play in a college season that may participate in an all-star game. There are some programs like Florida State that didn't play a lot of football mm-hmm. games this year. So, and, and most importantly, when you have an all-star game, it's about seeing NFL-quality players against other NFL-quality players. And I know for me personally, when, when I played in the blue-gray game, and I don't even think that's even existence anymore, <laughs> and then also the East-West Shrine game, it raised my uh, profile Mm -hmm. because I was able to play some different positions, but also to go against what were viewed as other NFL caliber players. And that's a huge, huge important thing. I think uh, for the all-star games is because now you can start comparing apples to apples when you're evaluating guys. And a perfect example of that, Buck, I remember watching Brandon Linder and his mm-hmm. all-star performance, and I was watching him against other guys that were considered extremely high draft ability-wise, and he was working them. And so that obviously raised his level of uh, stature as well. So all-star game, crazy important. And, and the combine, what's the status on that, Bucky? What's, is, it's not even going to exist? What's the deal? <laughs> So a couple of different things, because I think you hit on a, a couple of points that are really important. Um, knowing, one, and knowing Trent Baalke and knowing this scouting staff, all-star games will have significance. Now, you await them accordingly, but because you haven't seen some of these players play against elite competition, the all-star game could give you a little preview in terms of how they may play at the next level, particularly for those guys who may come from smaller schools or smaller programs. It's a huge evaluation tool. As it relates to the combine, the way the combine is going to exist now is really it's a virtual combine. Teams will do uh, the Zoom interviews and conduct that part of it virtually. Uh, Eventually, they will figure out a time to have everyone come in to do the medical stuff. But pro days will now be the big thing. Scouts will have to get on the road or have to figure out a way to live stream to see these prospects work out. Because Logs, as, as you talk about, some of these guys haven't played since 2019. You have no idea what their size is. You don't know what their weight is. You don't even know if they move around the same way that they moved around the last time you saw them on the field. And so being able to try and get some kind of evaluation on the athleticism, the movement skills, and those things, it's a challenge this year. And I think the best teams, the teams that handle it the best, will be those who really rely on the tape. And so tape study will be paramount. It's always big in the evaluation process, but I think this year more than ever, you have to really trust what your eyes tell you based off the tape. I, I think the the players that played this year, mm-hmm. and, and it's not I'm not saying it was their fault whether they did or didn't. Right. 
but the players that played because their programs played and they chose to play, I think, have a distinct advantage over the players that didn't. And, and that's unfortunate because some players had serious concerns because of the pandemic. Right. But that's just the reality. If, if you're a personnel man, you're going to go with what you can trust. And what you trust is what you see. And some guys that you maybe projected Bucky as a first-round pick, but he decided not to play, well, you know what? He may not be a first-round pick this year just because, uh, you know, if you're a general manager, you got to trust it. But this is the one year that I think that it goes a little bit old school as far as you have to have scouts that you can trust. You have to have people in your department that you trust. And this is a challenge for Trent Baalke because he's working with a staff that he didn't choose for the most part. So he mm-hmm. has to be able to have a level of trust with some people and then bring more people in that he can trust because this is a year that scouting makes their money because they're going to have to end up forecasting a lot of this stuff, and some of it's going to be done on faith. And you better make <laughs> darn sure – that you believe in the decisions that you make and the grades that you give these players because a lot of it, again, is on faith. Absolutely, Jeff. That is a huge point. It's one of those things that will be overlooked. So it's different being the suggestion guy to being the decision maker. And so now Balky moves one seat over. He's the guy that has to make decisions. And so when you're assessing the room, you have to be able to scout the scouts and know which ones really see it through your eye. doesn't mean that their opinions have to be the same, but you respect how they evaluate the tape. You respect what they put down in their reports. And when you have what I call a mixed staff, meaning some of the predecessor guys and some of your guys, it does make it very, very difficult to figure out whose opinion do I really value when it comes time to make these hard decisions. I think one of the things that you can um, work around that is I wouldn't be surprised to see maybe a consultant come in or someone that is hired in the middle of the process who can be his right-hand man, who can be a sounding board when you have some of these difficult decisions when it comes to two similarly graded players on the draft board. Right. Absolutely need a guy that you can trust. And needless to say, this offseason, it's just going to be weird as we get ready for the Senior Bowl next week, as well as free agency. All kinds of cap space. What do you do with it? Coming up on Jaguars Happy Hour on Jaguars Radio. Jaguars fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours, free, when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Order yours today. Visit TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Superior Fence and Rail knows about commercial fence services. From automatic gates to security fence and railing, Superior Fence and Rail's professional team delivers with great communication, trained installers, and quality products. 
Trust your next commercial project with a top-rated fence company in Jacksonville. Get off the fence and call Superior Fence and Rail for your commercial project today. SuperiorFenceAndRail.com Hi, this is Dr. Patrick Basil of Basil Plastic Surgery and Wellness. I'm a proud veteran of the U.S. Navy, and during my active duty time, I had the amazing privilege to serve our country and those who were wounded in combat. Helping my patients return to a normal life, I was able to provide an unparalleled level of care, which I've carried over to my own private practice today. As the official plastic surgeon of the Jaguars, I invite you to visit us at patrickbasilmd.com and would like to wish the Jags best of luck in today's game. Happy Hour. Ashlyn Sullivan here with Jeff Lagerman and Bucky Brooks as we get ready for the Senior Bowl just next week in Mobile, Alabama. And Bucky will be there with NFL Network virtually, of course. And I have a feeling we're not going to be able to get away from the talk of Trevor Lawrence and the number one overall pick. Obviously, he won't be there. So from a Jaguars perspective, what are you going to be looking at in Mobile? So here's the thing. You have a, a really talented collection of players and prospects, and you actually have some guys who were opt-outs who are electing to play in this All-Star game because they understand the significance. I think the one thing that you want to do if you're a Jaguars fan, um, you want to pay attention to the guys that really pop at first glance. During the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday portion of practices, that's really where the money is made in terms of how guys compete, what guys look like, do they progress and get better each and every day. So do they look like a better player on Wednesday than they did on Tuesday? Do they feel comfortable on Thursday as opposed to the way they looked on Tuesday and Wednesday? I think that's really, really important. It's unfortunate that the Jaguars don't have an opportunity to coach in this game because what it does do, it gives you an opportunity to get around players. And it's one thing to speculate on how a player will perform. It's another thing to actually coach him, get around him, know him, watch the study habits, watch how he takes things from the boardroom to the field. And so some of that stuff you will have to kind of call in your contacts or whatever, but it's a lot of talent. It's a lot of guys to watch and will continue to change because as we know in all-star games, some guys have a tendency to play the first part of the week and then they go by the wayside and you end up seeing other guys when it comes to game day. Yeah, and uh, one of the one of the critical parts of all-star games is practice evaluation. So it'll be interesting to see how teams go about it because of some of the restrictions that the all-star games are going to have in place. And I'm sure that they're going to disseminate all the, the, the film. But I'm, a, I'm a big believer in that one of the one of the areas that you really get a good look at and a, and a more thorough understanding of guys is the offensive linemen in, in the all-star games. And the reason I say that is a lot of times certain teams have so much talent at the skill position that has a tendency to overpower the offensive line position. And you can really get a good evaluation on a guy that because he's kind of on an island, so to speak, at an all-star game because he doesn't have a comfort level working with the guy to the left and the guy to the right. So they basically have to survive on their own. So you get a really good evaluation of their athleticism, their power and everything else. And so that's that's one aspect. I mean, for me, if I'm looking at the all-star games, I'm really focusing in on the offensive line. That's I think you get – Really good information. Our skill position players, they always rise, and they always stand out. 
and they'll continue to stand out. But the quarterback play typically at an all-star game is not great enough to make a lot of the skill position players stand out. But that offensive line position, that's where I think you can find out really where some guys really need to be. You know, it's funny, Jeff, because the trenches are everything. And so whether we talk about the offensive line or the defensive line, those battles really matter. And so in practice, it's all about looking at nine on seven. And so for the viewer, the listener, that is where we take the skill guys out and we basically just have the core of the offensive line going against the core of the defensive line and the linebackers. We have the quarterback and the running backs, but it's a run period, it's a physical period, and you really get to see who can kind of stand the test of time in terms of being able to control the point of attack. Also, the one-on-one situations that you see, pass rush situations, being able to see, as Jeff, you alluded to, those offensive linemen on islands, because unlike in a game where you can lean on your neighbors and get some body help and stuff if you're playing inside a guard or even outside where the tight end and the running back can chip, you get a chance to really do this all by yourself. And so seeing how those guys perform in those events, that's critical. And I think it's very, very critical to the overall evaluation. Yeah, it's, it's one of the, it's, I think it's one of the hardest positions to evaluate. Oh, yeah. And so the more information that you can get, the better. And then the All-Star games provide that. And I'll give you a story, Ashlyn, back, uh, and I'll make it quick. When I was a, a player here in Jacksonville, and Buck, I'll never forget, he was, I think, like a fourth-round pick offensive lineman. And I'll never forget the first day that we went in pads. And I remember the first day in pads, and I remember I watched him for the first round. and I said, this guy has no chance of playing in the National <laughs> Football League. He's got no chance. I mean, he couldn't get into a stance without his ankles and his knees going in these crazy directions. What are you doing? And it was one practice. You're going, he's got no chance. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, what the heck were they watching? <laughs> what, did, what did they evaluate on this guy? Because, I mean, there are offensive linemen that play on good teams that if you've got a great running back and a great quarterback, you can make an offensive lineman look pretty oh, yeah. good. Yeah. And so. I'll just I'll never forget that. I was just like, man, one day, I, I, and I kind of had this guy picked that he wasn't even going to make the roster, but he made the roster just because he was a draft pick. Mm-hmm. But then soon after that, he was bye-bye, you know? <laughs> Couldn't play. You're passionate about this. Couldn't I hope play. this guy isn't listening. My God. Hey, the more information you can get at offensive line, the better you're off you are. I can tell you that. <laughs> All right. Well, Ashlyn, to talk about what, what Logs is saying, mm-hmm. a lot of times you're seeing these guys come from these offenses that are so spread-heavy, so pass-happy, that you really don't know if they can translate to the NFL game. Because the NFL game is about the running game as much as we talk about the passing game. And can you get in the three-point stance? Can you move people off the ball? And pass protection, can you deal with the superheroes that play on the defensive line? Because these guys, look, they can leap tall buildings in a single bound. And if you don't have the foot quickness, if you don't have the ability to anchor it makes it very, very difficult for you to play in this league for a long time. And sometimes you can't assess that on tape. Sometimes you have to see them in practice, go against other good players to really determine how good they are as prospects. Very fair, very fair. I have a, a predicament, I guess I can say for you too. It's my, I hope my dad's watching because he always says <laughs> this. You look at Joe Burrow in Cincinnati and they say, oh, you know, they didn't address the offensive line. That's why Joe Burrow got hurt. Obviously that was going to happen now. Obviously, that's not true. Injuries happen in the NFL. So, Bucky, I'll go to you. How much of a priority is this offensive line? Is it a must-need, got to relook at everything? We were at the Combine last year, and everyone said, fan-wise, oh, you have to completely redo the offensive line. Coaching staff said, no, it's not that bad, guys. Just wait and see. So, Jaguars taking a quarterback, number one overall. How much are you looking at this offensive line? I think you have to consider it, because I think a lot is to be determined about Cam Robinson. 
And so depending on if you bring him back as your left tackle, you may or may not have a big void. But I think with the offensive line, I don't think you ever can have enough of them. If you look at the best teams in this division, their offensive line is solidified. The Indianapolis Colts offensive line is one of the best in football. You look at the way the Tennessee Titans dominate in the trenches, it's because they've invested in the offensive line. I will say this. I believe your offensive line and your defensive line are the lifeblood of your team. And if you don't invest in those guys, if you don't have A-level offensive and defensive lines, it is hard to win consistently in the league. I think it's something that always needs to be addressed. And luckily, in this class, there are a number of offensive tackles that could be there in the middle to the bottom of the first round. Yeah, it, it would be great because you can improve an offensive line by getting better players, number one, and also creating competition. And then you got to improve mm-hmm. with what you got. And, and I really believe this. I think you create competition on this Jaguars offensive line to make those guys push themselves. But then also you have to expect more out of these guys. Juwan Taylor, I think, is a perfect example, Bucky. I mean, I, I like his athleticism. I think he can be a, a, an elite right tackle in this league. And last year was not the standard that he needs to meet, in my opinion. Oh, Jeff, I think that's everything. And I think when you have a new coaching staff coming in, a new general manager, I think everybody in the building has to perk up on the roster. And when you think about this offensive line, there's no one that's invested in whoever the five guys that were out there last year. So now you bring in better guys, guys that can push, because not only do you want the best guys to play, but you want the backups to be capable of being starters. The best teams have that kind of depth where you have seven, eight guys that can play and function at a high level. That's when your team and that's when your offensive line has an opportunity to dominate within the division. A fresh start for everyone, players, coaches, you name it. A busy offseason coming up here for the Jaguars. And we have much more to talk about here on Jaguars Happy Hour. One more segment with Bucky Brooks on the Jaguars Radio Network. Headquartered right here in Jacksonville, the CSI Companies is one of the fastest growing staffing firms in the nation. As a proud partner of your Jacksonville Jaguars, CSI knows how important it is to find the right people for your team. See why some of Jacksonville's top companies choose CSI for their staffing needs. Visit thecsicompanies.com or call 800-582-0828 today. That's 800-582-0828 for the CSI Companies. Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours, free, when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Order yours today. Visit TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. The best thing about working at Fair and Farrah is all of the employees. We all work together. It's extremely enjoyable to come to work every day. There's a, um, a common cause or goal. No matter what your job is, we're all there for the client. We are dedicated to our clients 100%. We do everything it takes to maximize the value of their claims. Fair and Farrah is really the Farrah family. When they choose us, they choose a family to fight for them and to protect them and to make sure that they're in a good place and that they have somebody on their side. Farrah and Farrah, here for you, here for good. Jacksonville. Looking to be your own boss in a proven business model? Do you like construction and working outdoors? Superior Fence and Rail is franchising in new markets all over the Southeast, from Birmingham to Savannah, and even a few more markets in Florida. 
Come win with superior fence and rail and redefine the fence industry. So get off the fence and call Superior Fence and Rail to learn more about starting a fence franchise today. SuperiorFenceAndRail.com We're back, Jaguars. Happy hour. A few more segments and one more with our friend Bucky Brooks on this Thursday afternoon. We had a press conference today with head coach Urban Meyer as well as the new general manager, Trent Balky, and they are hard at work building a coaching staff. Bucky, there's all kinds of reports going on. Every time you log on to Twitter, you see a new one. But what do you think in favorites so far for offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator? We were talking Joe Collin a couple breaks back, definitely a favorite here in Jacksonville. So how do you think this plays out? Yeah, no, I, I think Joe Cullen certainly has the inside track in terms of being the defensive coordinator. And I think he comes with a lot of experience, obviously, having been down there before. But his time with Baltimore, when you look at the Baltimore Ravens and that defense, very varied, very multiple. They can attack your protections in a few different ways. And they're very, very aggressive. The thing that I would add, I would say is if he comes in, if he is the defensive coordinator, you just need to make sure that your secondary coaches understand how to fit the pieces around it because sometimes guys that live up front have a tougher time matching up in the back end when it comes to coverage so it puts a a greater premium on making sure that your db coaches are great teachers and also great schemers so they can make the magic on the board really work in real life when you get to the field yeah i mean typically you see a guy that goes from a positional coach to a coordinator position on defense having had experience either as the linebackers coach or as a secondary coach, just from a coverage standpoint, I think it's what, well, obviously what Bucky's talking about right there. And so it is odd that you see a defensive line coach go up to the coordinator position. But, uh, but I will say this, Bucky, you know, look, uh, having been a former defensive lineman, look, we're not all dummies. Okay. We, we do understand (laughs) defensive concepts. Okay. (laughs) Just because we play defensive line doesn't mean that we didn't understand coverages as well. (laughs) Look what you've done. No, I think, I think, I think it's interesting, but I will say this, typically what happens when you do that, because we've seen guys have success. Dan Quinn has been a successful defensive coordinator. Typically what happens though, is that, uh, experience having dealt with the big guys in the line of scrimmage, you're going to be dominant against the run. Typically, that's always going to be the point of emphasis. we got to stop the run to make teams one-dimensional. And in today's game, even though we talk about it being a passing league, in the playoffs and when it gets to the last part of the season, the running game matters, and you have to be able to figure out a way to stop that, to force people to throw when you really want to throw. And so, look, I, I think he has an opportunity to do a really good job. That experience serves him well, not only in Jacksonville, but also in Baltimore. So I look forward to it. I know there's some other guys that were being banded around, but it seems like Cullen is going to be the guy at defense. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, look at, I was look, actually looking at my phone just a few minutes ago. I mean, all the reports are is that Joe Cullen is the defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And, and Bucky, uh, I know Joe, Joe very well. Good guy and uh, excited for him. And, and what's amazing to me, Ashlyn, is, and Bucky, you know this, uh, the number of, of defensive coordinators that have come out of Baltimore's yeah. positional group, I mean, it's 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 immense. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's almost as if, look, if you want to get a defensive coordinator position, go to Baltimore, okay? Just be a, 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 just a low-level guy on defense, advance to a position, and then you're going to be a defensive coordinator one day. And then for many years, it was automatic. You were a defensive coordinator for Baltimore mm-hmm. Ravens. Guess what? You're a head coach in the waiting <laughs> yes. coming out of Baltimore. 
Yeah, I mean, look, it, it, it's been there for a long time, Jeff. Going back to when we played together in the mid-'90s, Baltimore has always been known for their defense and the way they've consistently kind of built that team and that program around the toughness, the physicality, and the aggressiveness of the defense. And I just hope, like, that can pop up in Jacksonville because you would like to see kind of a, a defensive-oriented, a defensive-centric team because at the end of the day, the teams that separate themselves are the ones that can get stops. All of the teams that continue to play in the Final Four are teams that can stop people when you need to. And I think it has to be a part of the program going forward. Could not agree more. And, Bucky, I want your opinion on this as well. We talked a couple segments ago about the offensive coordinator position. Scott Linehan, Anthony Lynn, I have question marks around both, but there's also positives about both. And we said, you know, chain of command, who do you call offensive coordinator? Can, can they be a tie? Can you have both of them? Because they're both pretty qualified. You know, I, I think there is a way that you can do it. Like, it, it really just depends. And a lot of it depends on the ego. I will talk about Anthony Lynn first. In Anthony Lynn, what you're hoping to get is what is the soup de jour, meaning the Shanahan run game, that system. Because that system has made um, average players good, good players into superstars. And so if you can get that offensive system where you got the offensive line working on tracks, you have running backs that are down here, one-cut runners, who James Robinson certainly fits the bill in that, you now can run, you can run the ball, and it takes so much pressure off your quarterback. In a perfect world, if you can take Anthony Lynn with that run game and then match him up with Scott Linehan and what he's been able to do in the passing game, yes, it would be great. I will say this about Scott Linehan. A lot of people will kind of go back and forth in him and Hall on Linehan, but if you look at the work that he did in Dallas with Dak Prescott, young quarterback, got him up and going. Now, they had pieces in place, meaning the offensive line was solidified. They had a running back in Ezekiel Elliott. And as Dak got better, he grew from being what I would call a game manager to being more of a playmaker. Even though we can celebrate and go crazy over what Trevor Lawrence potentially could be if he is the pick, you have to remember, it's a young quarterback. You don't want to task him with too much of that. You want to be able to have a balanced offense that allows the quarterback to grow into being a playmaker. You don't want to ask him to be a playmaker in year one. Yeah, you got to take the pressure off of him, and that's and it's funny that you you talk about Dallas and and how Scott Linehan was able to help out Dak Prescott when well you brought up a good point and that well that offensive line and Ezekiel Elliott was what uh, made Scott Linehan good and what made Dak Prescott have the time to be able to develop. I mean, again, I mean even though we talk about coaches being important and they are very important, and you can question offensive coordinators. Mm -hmm every day and three times on Sunday. But when you start to have really good players, it becomes harder to question offensive coordinators. That is fair. Absolutely. It's a, it's a player's game. And that is the number one thing. And we have to keep that in mind. As much as we may talk about the position coaches and the coordinators, the number one job first of the, the general manager and Urban, you got to bring in A-level players. Because the better the players are, the better it is that you look as a coach. And so if we can bring in a number of five-star players that can come in and have impact, because you need impact players to really change the course of the franchise, that helps all coaches look better. Better players, better team, better team. We get more wins. Everyone's excited. Jeff and I are smiling. We're not in, in, involved in this 15-game losing streak and trying to find the clicker and trying to find the good stuff. Everybody's better when we start winning games and the stars with better players. I can tell you this, Ashlyn. I can tell you I can be the best defensive line coach in football. 
give me Aaron Donald. Yeah. Okay. And I'm good. <laughs> give me Aaron Donald and I can coach him up, Bubba. I yep. can do it now. I'll, call you. I'll be the I'll be one of the best defensive line coaches in the league. Give me Aaron Donald. Okay. Fair enough. Good. Maybe they'll call. Now yeah. that you said that. All right. Coaching search still going on, hopefully, to have that solidified next week. Thank you, Bucky Brooks, for joining us on Jaguars Happy Hour. I won't call you an upgrade, but we'll leave it there. We'll say that. <laughs> Appreciate you. Still coming hey, up on Jaguars Happy Hour. Much more going on with this offseason right here on Jaguars Radio. Headquartered right here in Jacksonville, the CSI Companies is one of the fastest-growing staffing firms in the nation. As a proud partner of your Jacksonville Jaguars, CSI knows how important it is to find the right people for your team. See why some of Jacksonville's top companies choose CSI for their staffing needs. Visit thecsicompanies.com or call 800-582-0828 today. That's 800-582-0828 for the CSI Companies. At ViStar, we believe in better. Better convenience, so members can bank any way they want, whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 surcharge-free ATMs across North America, because we believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. Visit ViStarCU.org. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. The best thing about working at Fair and Farrah is all of the employees. We all work together. It's extremely enjoyable to come to work every day. There's a, um, a common cause or goal. No matter what your job is, we're all there for the client. We are dedicated to our clients 100%. We do everything it takes to maximize the value of their claims. Fair and Farrah is really the Farrah family. When they choose us, they choose a family to fight for them and to protect them and to make sure that they're in a good place and that they have somebody on their side. Farrah and Farrah, here for you, here for good. Jacksonville. Hi folks, Frank Franzi here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. 15 locations on the First Coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. The official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're back. Jaguars, happy hour. Ashlyn Sullivan, Jeff Logman on a Thursday. If you have not tuned in to Trent Balky's introductory press conference day, new general manager for the Jaguars, check it out right now on jaguars.com. And a topic that's been floating around that, I'm not going to lie, Jeff, I giggle at a little. Now it's shocking. I'm not a head coach. I'm not a scout. I know that's shocking to you. But the debate on if they will take Trevor Lawrence, number one. Coach Myers said, you know, we're going to look at all the quarterbacks, there's a lot of options. Are there? No. Are there a lot of options? No. No. There, there's no options. <laughs> uh, the option is, is to take Trevor Lawrence or to not take Trevor Lawrence and make a huge mistake. Uh, I've had the chance to watch the film of Trevor Lawrence. I've watched a little bit of the quarterback of BYU and watched a little bit of the quarterback at Ohio State. And for me, it's hands down, it's an easy decision. Trevor Lawrence is your guy. And uh, I don't want to say that he is on par with some of the arm talent that Patrick Mahomes showed when 
when he was in college, but uh, the consistency with Trevor Lawrence is amazing. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's, uh, that makes it a very easy decision. He's got everything. He's got all the measurables. He's got the intangibles. He's been a winner everywhere he's been. And uh, there's nothing not to like with yes. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, it seems to be. And I'm, I'm not saying he's a, he can't miss no. because you can always miss. And because you, you, you don't know exactly what the mental makeup is. But, I mean, the history gives you the greatest indication. Mm-hmm. And his history is impeccable. Yes, spot on clear favorites and now we're curious to see if they do draft Trevor Lawrence what do they do with the weapons around him and one of the to-do list questions was do you give DJ Chark a contract do you re-sign Keelan Cole what do you do with these weapons given to Trevor Lawrence well all these weapons don't have a contract so mm-hmm. I mean you've got to you got to figure a way out to uh to try to bring as many back as possible I'm a big believer in that uh are you a Let's say you got a fine wine collection, right? Or, you know, I do, yes. Because some people do. Or you got a, a collection of some kind. And you only have room for, let's say, 20 pieces in this collection. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take one of them down until I find one that's better that I can put up there. And so I'm a big believer in that you try to retain all the talent that you can, and then you don't replace them until you find somebody that's clearly hands down better. Right. So Cam Robinson. You try to keep them and resign them. But then in the process of, of acquiring talent, whether it's free agency or the draft, because my expectation is a lot of the free agents that you acquire this year or you keep this year are going to be done on short-term deals because of the cap, right. which is actually advantageous for, for the situation the Jaguars are in because now you can keep that jar on the shelf, another term, and then when you decide to replace it, you've got a better one. Then you take that one off the shelf, you put a better one up there. So – you don't you don't get better by losing talent. You get better by keeping the talent and replacing it with better talent. Very fair. Simple math. Yes, very. Smart man, smart man, simple math. All right, coming up on Jaguars Happy Hour, we talk much more about that. Free agency, draft, all these things going on in the offseason. We have much more coming up, Jaguars Happy Hour, on Jaguars Radio Network. Any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk. Checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk. Checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy. Keep your body working. Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details. Jaguars fans, whether it's on the field or in your finances, the key to success is a solid plan. From high-yield banking to home lending, into retirement and beyond, TIAA Bank offers solutions that can help you achieve your goals and make the most of your money. It's time for a plan. Start building your legacy today at TIAABank.com slash Jaguars. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSP, member FDIC, equal housing lender, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Pinpoint, the official signage partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, helps business decision makers like you maximize the impact of their brand. Your company's identification, advertising, and even the words you use make an impression on your clients. With Pinpoint as your coach, you can make sure it's a good impression. Pinpoint provides the creative design and production services for anything you need to enhance your brand, from custom signage to complete marketing solutions. Step up your game with Pinpoint and create the ultimate brand experience for your clients. Visit experiencepinpoint.com. 
Everyone's so busy keeping up. Forget about the Joneses. We all on our telephones with the texts and the tweets and the beats. What he said, she said, can't even follow the three. Down the hole, we all go. Me, I like keeping up too with my corona and my attitude. That's La Vida Masfina. Relax responsibly. Corona Extra Beer. Imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Headquartered right here in Jacksonville, the CSI Companies is one of the fastest growing staffing firms in the nation. As a proud partner of your Jacksonville Jaguars, CSI knows how important it is to find the right people for your team. See why some of Jacksonville's top companies choose CSI for their staffing needs. Visit thecsicompanies.com or call 800-582-0828 today. That's 800-582-0828 for the CSI Companies. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization. That's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to Change without notice. Equal housing opportunity. We're back. One more segment on this Thursday afternoon of Jaguars Happy Hour. Ashlyn Sullivan and Jeff Logman here. New head coach in the building and new general manager in the building. And rightfully so. Many Jaguars fans are excited. Jeff, you're walking around town. You're at Publix. You're hearing all the excitement buzzing. And I have a stat for you from the Jaguars ticket office themselves. This is 24 hours mm-hmm. after an Urban Meyer was head was announced the head coach. The Jaguars ticket department says 50% of their ticket deposits came just 24 hours after the head coach was announced from today to last year, eight times what the Jaguars ticket sales were going way up. And yeah. I don't blame them. People are excited and they should be. Well, rightly so. And uh, I think it's going to be exciting. And, and it's not just about, Urban Meyer. It's also about the prospect of Trevor Lawrence, mm-hmm. and so it makes that that the, the the combination of of all the change obviously gives you hope, and that's what I think the fan base was really looking for was hope, and now you got it. You got a proven coach, one of the top three of all time win percentage in the, that coached in college football, and what is probably most impressive about his track record is not what he did at Florida or what he did at Ohio State. It's what he did at Utah. It's what he did at Bowling Green. And taking those programs and turning around, turning them around instantly in one year. And also the prospect of having one of the winningest college quarterbacks in history here. And, uh, and, I, and I can honestly tell you this, excellent. I've never, ever been a guy to root for this team to lose for draft position I found myself rooting for this team to lose this year you were one of those guys <laughs> you weren't the only one well look you, you missed out in opportunities in the past to draft quarterback and those are very well documented from yes. Deshaun Watson to Patrick Mahomes to to take your pick mm-hmm. and here you are with an opportunity and if you win one game and the Jets ended up you know, losing a game, everything could be different. And uh, so uh, I got to say that it was, it was a very good week the last week of the season 
because the draft position was already decided. And the weeks prior to that, I was I might have found myself rooting for certain things to happen that I shouldn't have been doing. Were you? You know, you weren't the only one. I'll safe to say. I think well, I, look, I I I'll, I won't look. And here here's the reality. I always root for this team to win because of the relationships that I have with coaches right. and the players, and you want them to have success. But somewhere deep down inside of me, there was that, you know, that the, that little devil guy that sat on the shoulder of the oh, guy yeah. in the, the animal the house, okay, and then you had the other guy. Okay, that little day. devil yep. was on the shoulder going, Jags lose, Jags lose, <laughs> draft pick, draft pick, draft pick. <laughs> so. It's fair. It's fair. And I will uh, say we saw the stat about the ticket office if the Jaguars draft Trevor Lawrence, number one, like we all expect them to do, I just want to be a fly on the wall in that ticket office. Mm-hmm. I hope they're fully staffed right when that card goes in because if that was what it was for just the head coach to be announced, can you imagine ticket sales the city when the quarterback is locked in? Oh, it's it, it's uh, certainly going to be a, a big boost. And, you know, there were some that uh, – that, and here, here's the crazy thing. I got – as you probably do too because you're Florida – Girl, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, you probably have some friends that are not fans of Urban Meyer. Yeah. But appreciate the fact that the guy it. wins. Right, but they get it, yeah. They get it. Look I, mean, look, I mean, look, you may not like him because he left your program and, and maybe some of the circumstances where he left, but the fact remains he won. Yep. And so if he didn't leave, they'd still love him. And so now with him having an opportunity to, to take your pro football team and win – People can forget about some of maybe the things that maybe made them upset from before. And there's people at Ohio State that are probably a little yep, upset same thing. with how some of the, the things went down with Urban Meyer leaving. And look, I don't, I don't care about liking my coach as long as he can win. And people understand that Urban Meyer, Meyer can help this football team win. Yeah, you don't have to go to dinner with him. You don't have to go to lunch with him. He's here to win football games. And I had someone come up to me and they said, well, you know, he's only won when he's been given the resources to win. I mean, look at Ohio State. Look at Florida. He has the best recruits in the nation, the best facilities. But then you look at something like Bowling Green. You mean to tell me that, that wasn't a good coach? When uh, when when it was uh, put out there that he may, in fact, be hired, that's one of the things I, I went and looked at. I wanted to go look at all of his coaching record. And I didn't focus on the Florida and the Ohio State stuff. I, I focused in on the first time year and first years at Utah and then also at Bowling Green, and that impressed the hell out of me. Yep. Needless to say, the guy knows how to win, and now he's the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. We have one more segment coming up, Jaguars Happy Hour on Jaguars Radio. Headquartered right here in Jacksonville, the CSI Companies is one of the fastest-growing staffing firms in the nation. As a proud partner of your Jacksonville Jaguars, CSI knows how important it is to find the right people for your team. See why some of Jacksonville's top companies choose CSI for their staffing needs. Visit thecsicompanies.com or call 800-582-0828 today. That's 800-582-0828 for the CSI Companies. At ViStar, we believe in better, especially in helping build a better financial future for our members. So we've reviewed our offerings from the ground up. We've lowered or eliminated over half our fees and enhanced our already competitive rates, saving members more than a million dollars this year, in addition to the millions we save them every year. If you believe that saving money is better, join ViStar. Visit ViStarCU.org. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. 
Page, the Good Greek Spiro, and I am proud to announce that Good Greek Moving and Storage is now the official mover of your Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars are making all of the right moves, and you should too. So when it's time for you to move, do it like the Jags and call the Good Greek. Simply dial Star Star Greek from your cell or go to goodgreek.com. That's goodgreek.com. Good Greek Moving and Storage, official movers of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Good Greek Moving and Storage, your superhero movers. Floridians know what it means to stand together. That's why Florida Blue is committed to the people of Florida by providing health care with lower costs and higher quality. Enroll within 60 days of life-changing events, such as losing your job, to get benefits like plans as low as $0 a month and up to $500 per year towards your premiums and wellness rewards. Call 1-800-750-0164 or visit floridablue.com slash care today. Florida Blue is a trade name of Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Florida Incorporated. These health benefit plans have limitations and exclusions. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity superior fence and rail knows about commercial fence services from automatic gates to security fence and railing superior fence and rails professional team delivers with great communication trained installers and quality products trust your next commercial project with a top-rated fence company in Jacksonville get off the fence and call superior fence and rail for your commercial project today we're back jaguars happy hour one more segment ashlyn sullivan jeff logman here on thursday getting ready for a busy sunday championship games you have sunday three o'clock tampa bay green bay sunday six thirty. Buffalo and Kansas City. I was telling Jeff in the break that this is Buffalo's year. I'm calling it now. <laughs> All right. So what do you? What, what's your story with Buffalo? What do, what do you got invested in Buffalo? I just like 2020 was a weird year. So why not make it any weirder and have the Buffalo Bills win the Super Bowl in front of all these other teams that are historic and all this? Yeah. They're really Buffalo. good. I look. I I think they're they're. General manager and coach have done an amazing job. Their young quarterback has made a, 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 a great progression. And his accuracy has gone where people didn't think that it could go. And he is certainly uh, an elite athlete as well as having arm talent. It's going to be a great battle. Two young quarterbacks. I just don't think that if Patrick Mahomes plays and he doesn't have any ill effects from the concussion, I just don't see Kansas City losing. But it should be a great football game. And I can't wait to see Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Just as they wrote 14th it up. 14th championship game for Tom Brady. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And just to imagine that if Tampa Bay does win that game, they play the first year that Tom Brady is the quarterback in the Super Bowl, in their city. You can't write it up better than that. Who are you taking? You're taking Buffalo, obviously. I'm taking I, – I think Buffalo and Green Bay. Green Bay? I don't, you don't beat Aaron Rodgers. You just don't. But you also could say the same for Tom Brady. You don't beat him. I'm, I'm going to do the exact opposite. Ah, I'm taking I'm taking Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, and uh, and I'm taking Tom Brady and the Bucks. Wow, 
Now that is a game to watch. Okay, well then who wins with that? Kansas City. Kansas City wins it all. They did that, you know, that's the Kansas favorite. Kansas City's good. We never thought there could be a Tom Brady, but we might be watching the next one right now. Yes, we will, and hopefully the Jaguars get their next Tom Brady. The Jaguars' number one overall pick. Talked lots about that in this program, and that is Jaguars Happy Hour. Ashton Sullivan, Jeff Logman, a busy offseason coming up, so stay tuned right here. Jaguars Happy Hour and Jaguars.com. Have a great weekend. Have a great Thursday night.